<laughs> Hello, my name is Simon, and I have to do drawings. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 47 of the Erasable Podcast. Tonight's episode is sponsored by Metal Shop's Timber Twist Bullet Pencil, now on Kickstarter. I'm on hosting duties tonight. I'm Andy Welfley. And tonight I'm joined by two guys I keep in the everyday carry of my heart, Johnny and Tim. Hey, guys. Hey, Andy. <laughs> hey, Andy. <laughs> Got your heart right here. Yeah. <laughs> Got a rocker. Very good care of it. <laughs> no, it's in my favorite pencil case where it's safe. <laughs> I, ju- I just read, actually just yesterday, about how Mary Shelley apparently carried her uh, dead husband's heart around for 30 years before she died. What? Yeah. That's super I'm weird. put that in my will. That's like the most Mary Shelley thing ever. I feel you gotta like, like make it a legally binding thing for like one of your enemies. Be like, they have to carry my heart around with them after I die. <laughs> No, my face. <laughs> Just carry your face around. <laughs> you have to wear it as a hat and wear it as a mask on my birthday. How did, how did we, how did we get got, off on this? That got weird. Okay. <laughs> yeah, got weird real fast. Um, <laughs> today we're going to talk about... Um, just our how many notebooks we have going at a time. Um, I think we need a little group therapy for Tim because mm-hmm. he's the one who brought it up and says that he's uh, he's on an edge. He's on the yeah, edge. I got a problem. He has a problem. So we'll uh, we'll talk through that. But first, uh, we should talk about tools of the trade. So, Tim, what are you what are you drinking and writing with? I'm drinking a Lagunitas IPA. Yeah, Sunday beer, and I'm writing with my Palomino HB Hackwing. Excellent. Which, uh, how is it hacked together? Like, how did I do it? Or, or what's, what's, what's it made out of? Oh, it's the blue Palomino body, and then I used a gold uh, 602 ferrule with a white eraser in it. Nice. Um, so, yeah. I th- well, I, so I guess it's from the MMX. But yeah, I've been meaning to make a video. I know we're going to do an episode about hackwing eventually, but yeah, I want to make a video for my, my method because it's been going, it works really well. I've got probably a good dozen of these stashed up. I've been using them a lot. But it's got the white eraser, and the one cool thing is that the the MMX ferrules actually match better match the gold band on the HP. You know mm. how they're kind of like a little off from each other. Yeah. So when you use the blackwing erasers, it actually matches, so that makes oh. it look even better. That is awesome. And is mm. your Lagunitas from Petaluma, California, or is it from Chicago? Is that where the other one is? Uh, I thought there was actually one in. North Carolina. Oh. Let me. I'm looking on the. Oh, uh, it just says it has both on there. It gotcha. says Petaluma, California, and Chicago, Illinois. I keep meaning so. to go up there and take the tour. Yeah. My favorite brands. I love it. Yeah, but that's me. Cool, Johnny. How about you? I am sitting here on a Sunday afternoon, and my wife is at that stage of pregnancy where she can have a little caffeine. So there's vanilla Coke around, and I have a headache. So I have vanilla Coke and Advil. Hmm. So I'm rocking hard today. Vanilla yeah. Coke reminds me of spiced rum and Coke. Mm. That would probably help my headache. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, I'm writing with a General's cartooning pencil, which um, we might learn about in the near future. Yeah. That's Spoilers. it. And I'm, I'm writing a sear from um, Baron Fig. Cool. Which the color of this notebook is just really nice. How do you feel about that paper with an unlined... Well, being unlined, I should say. Oh, I want to unlined because I've been drawing a lot lately. Yeah. 
Um, I don't know if we mentioned this in the last episode of the podcast, but um, if you subscribe to Write Notepads, you get your um, two packs of the regular books. So they send you an email and they ask you what you want in them. Line, write, <laughs> graph, or blank. Hmm. It's really cool. And also they'll even let you pick one of each. So I have one pack of all lined and one pack of variety coming. That's awesome. So, yes. I'm, I've been enjoying cartooning and I like Baron Figg's dot grid a lot, but their their lines are a little too big for the pocket notebooks for me. Mm. Yeah. So I mean, I like it a lot. Cool. Well, I am uh, drinking coffee because it is still kind of early, like not quite afternoon yet. Um, it's from Santa Cruz Roasting Company. It's a nice French roast. Uh, drinking that black, and uh, I just took a shot of Robitussin earlier because I still have a I still have a pretty bad cough. Yeah, party on, Andy. Yeah. Yeah, shots of rob- Robitussin. I do shots every night. That's some Tussin. Yeah, <laughs> shots of Tussin. <laughs> Make some scissorp. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm. Uh, yeah, and I'm writing with a. Um, I'm trying to give that Grip 2001 um, from Fabric Estelle another chance. Uh, after I kind of trashed it in the last episode. Um, so I am writing with the all black version, included like the the black dyed wood. Um, and I'm actually writing on a um, uh, index card from Notco, which is pretty great. What are they called? The, the dot the dot dash dot dash. Yeah, that's what it's called. Mm-hmm. Which are I think maybe my favorite in- index cards. Cool. I still not ordered any of those. I need to get some. Yeah. They're really cool. Um, awesome. So should we uh, should we launch into fresh points? Sounds good. Cool. Tim, yep. do you want to go first? Sure. I had someone send me on uh, a really cool link on Twitter, which I guess I'm sort of late to the party. Um, but uh, the name was, it was at Technogoy sent me this uh, set of Nashville assorted pencils. I asked if I had seen this, but it's from Hester and Cook, which we've talked about before. I think we talked about them a long time ago when you brought up the bridge pencils, Johnny. Mm-hmm. And so I guess you had both seen this, but I hadn't, and it's pretty cool. It's, we're we're assuming that these are probably made by Musgrave, yeah. That's what they seem like, but they look Musgraveish, but they look pretty. They look yeah. really nice. Yeah. Uh, and so it's a set of six pencils, a little pricey. It's fourteen bucks for a set of six pencils, but it's this cool variety, and they're all uh, what I guess, I guess you'd call like a pearl color or a yeah. I don't know. It's like a sort of off white eggshell. Eggshell. No, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like this sort of. Yeah, I guess just some sort of off-white. And there are six totally different pencils. The names are the Midtown, the West End, the Hester, Old Hickory, the Bridge, and the Sweetbriar. The names that they gave all these. They have these cool little symbols on them too. Um, and they're just kind of a variety. There's a looks like there's a jumbo round, a jumbo hex. There's a really cool – the Old Hickory is the uh, carpenter pencil, mm. but it has a red center, like a red core. That's cool. Which I thought was really neat, and then the I believe it's the Sweetbriar. Uh, I could be wrong because I can't like really see from the pictures they have on the website. But the, one of them has a white core as hmm. well. Oh, it's the Midtown. Midtown has a white core, which looks really neat. Would Is be it pretty chalk pointless. or wax? I don't know. Um, I, yeah, I don't know. I oh, white wax. Dig, I need so to go digging for my set and break it out. Each Nashville box set comes with one carpenter, one bridge, one white wax, one number two, one jumbo hex, and one jumbo round pencil. Wax? That's fun. You could do um, Good Will Hunting on the Mirror. Yeah. (laughs) Beautiful Mind. 
I, I totally uh, did that in grad school. <laughs> the the Hester and Cook pencils sort of like perfectly embody sort of like the San Francisco like hipster shop mm-hmm. things for sale. And there's like like even though like they're you know made by Musgrave that like they're still pretty impressive. I don't know where else you can really get like brand new bridge pencils besides like I think Vera Wang makes one. Or makes is it, it Kate, makes a set. Kate Spade? Kate Spade, that's who it is. And they're yeah. really, really expensive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they they must have had like some some pull with Musgrave. Um, I guess Shelbyville's not that far from yeah, Nashville. It's Nashville, so they're yeah, at least got the same state thing going. Yeah. Tennessee pride. Yeah. So uh, so yeah, they they got some bridge pencils made, which are pretty cool. Nice. We should do some uh, um, APCS pencils with bridge pencils. That'd be fun. Oh man, that would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Tim, continue. No. <laughs> if you want to. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that was all. I was just going to share that. And then also, I was going to bring up an idea we had this week and going to share it with listeners. And then we'll share it with the Facebook group. Is that we have, we had the idea for an upcoming episode to do a yellow pencil showdown. The basis being, you know, the yellow number two pencil, pink eraser is kind of the classic image of a pencil but since the ticonderoga sort of sucks um or is just so hard to find the ones that are good we decided we were going to do a showdown of all the yellow number two pencils that we can get our hands on and i don't know how we're going to do it maybe we'll do like a tournament style <laughs> you know like elimination we'll do, like, do like do like browns yeah like brackets <laughs> and then uh, uh we could do it that way or we're just going to try to decide on what we think should be the new standard hmm. uh like the, the, the new standard Number two, like the the image of the pencil world, you know. Yeah. Uh, specifically for the yellow number two, so that would be fun. So I was bringing that up because I wanted to talk to you all, uh, talk to you two about criteria here on the podcast, and then also to bring it up for listeners to recommend entries. Hmm. Okay. So if you if there's anything you know of that's uh, still available and not impossible to get, it would be a good entry to decide on what the new standard yellow number two should be let us know uh, in the facebook group or on twitter or something should we go through kind of the the ones we were thinking so so we don't get a lot of overlap or, do, or should we sure. just let people bring that up organically yeah i mean I, I, we can just briefly mention i mean some of the ones that have come up i don't know if i have my list i think i have your list here right in front of me so the general supreme the yes. general's badger the general's pacific 365 Generals has a kind of a monopoly on this yeah, they do. category. General <laughs> semi-hex, um, but also the Musgrave Harvest, which is an interesting one. Uh, oh the, yeah, yeah. The Karan Dash uh, Yellow School Pencil, mm-hmm. and then the uh, the Tombow twenty five fifty eight HB. And there's also the Mitsubishi ninety eight fifty two. Yeah. And uh, what was the other one I saw? Oh, the Staedtler Yellow Pencil. And we could do the right dudes. Yep, and America's USA pencil. Gold. Mm-hmm. I was, and um, there's one from Staedtler called Yellow Pencil. Yeah, that's the one. Yes. Pencil. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You sent you sent me one of those. Uh, so oh, I thought you was, meant that. one uh, I was thinking of. Norris. Were we going to include the Norris since it's kind of a school pencil? Yeah, I think we should. I was. Plus, yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I was. I was thinking about that too. Even though there's a lot of like just as much black as there is yellow on it, um, mm-hmm. but at the same time, like, kind of the traditional like. American school pencil probably has an eraser on the end of it. And mm-hmm. I guess they do have Norris's with erasers on the end. Mm-hmm. So 
I don't know if we want yeah, to got one. qualify it by, you know, qualify it even further. Like, it should have an eraser. It should be kind of old-timey looking. I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of a classic look, mostly yellow. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it'll be fun. I, I think, think it's so, a, too. I think it's a good, like, thought exercise to go through. <laughs> but if we, do, uh, if we do this in time, we could do a um, March Madness Brackets. That would be awesome. <laughs> yeah, we we need like rankings to like match yeah. them up with the right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um so some other criteria that I see uh we've added to the to the dock, things like these come in a pack, like you can buy it by the dozen. If it's some obscure thing you have to buy one at a time from a website that it's hard to get to, that doesn't count. So in a pack, comes with an eraser. Possibly it'd be nice to be available offline, which would be great. I mean, there's such a limited, I feel like that would limit us down to store brand pencils and right dudes in some cases. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But, um, and then just kind of have that nostalgic look, like Johnny, you had said, like a nostalgic school pencil look to it. They get Uh, that vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got to get the, got to make you feel like you're back in school again, but not the those crappy warped pencils we were talking about last week that oh god yeah yeah don't sharpen yeah, like there's a um what's the goddess from generals mm-hmm. it's, it fits oh, yeah. the rest of the criteria but it doesn't make me feel like it was a school pencil because it's round oh yeah yeah so i guess hex would be a a standard hmm. or, a, or a criteria yeah yeah i think it'll be fun cool mm-hmm. yeah it's gonna be a great episode yeah that's oh, all i yellow got be- yellow belly <laughs> Johnny, how about you? Do you have any fresh well, questions today? Um, I only have a couple, and most of them have nothing to do with pencils. Um, <laughs> one of them is, we just put this on Facebook recently, I'm losing sanity and gaining a daughter. So our upcoming child is a girl named Rose. Yay. Oh, poor Hooray. Henry. Um, <laughs> also, I just learned that my father had a Palomino. As, like, in, as in a, a horse, not a pencil. Yeah, the horse. Like, when the hell were you going to tell me this? <laughs> like, A, you had a horse? Apparently, this is not the only horse he's ever owned. And uh, also, a Palomino. I'm like, Dad, come on. <laughs> what else so is he been hiding? <laughs> yeah. But it was during, it was during Nam. So he, had, he bought it before he went to Nam, and then he came back, and someone wasn't taking care of it, so he didn't keep it very long. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah. That, the horse was okay. He's like, too much trouble. Yeah. He liked um, hot rods, so <laughs> that was his ride. I hear they're really... really <laughs> Our horses are really expensive. They're to, they're very pretty. Yeah, like to to keep, like to like take care of. Because they they I've eat heard. like a horse. Because yeah, yeah, right. Haha. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but I did grow in the country, so they had land and stuff. So they made yeah. it a little easy. I remember hearing shoveling poop. <laughs> <laughs> really, I remember hearing a NPR story about like when the recession was in its like worst. Uh, at its worst point that there was this big problem in the country of all these horses that were being put up for adoption because people couldn't afford to take care mm, of them. So there's just like tons of horses that were uh, without a home because people couldn't afford to buy all the stuff they needed and take care of them. Yeah. The right way, I guess. Yeah. But sorry to so, bring us um, down. <laughs> uh, I guess this is pencil related. My son has started collecting erasers like his sister. Huh. Which is interesting because you know when you're, you're a grown-up and you see all those stupid erasers that are like a bunny I'm like well that's cute but i don't want that stupid eraser but you're like but i kind of want to buy it i just want to pet it for a little while so you can what's his preferred eraser 
anything that's blue. Hmm. Because he's obsessed <laughs> with Thomas the Train. So his favorite eraser is currently just this blue block. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> and some bunnies that he found at Target yesterday. Yeah. Oh, speaking of Targets, my last fresh point is someone mentioned in the group that Renews run sale at Target. So I checked out two Targets, and they've got a lot of good stuff on clearance, like um, some Moleskine products, including Moleskine pencils. So now they're on sale for only $10 for two pencils. Hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. What and a some, steal. <laughs> there's some UB stuff on sale, um, some of their notebooks that are sort of Moleskine styled for like 3 bucks and change. What? Not like yeah. actual moleskine, but the UB brand. Yeah, yeah, and that, they had some um, the moleskin ones. They're called chapters. I don't know what the deal is with those, but those were on sale. And the UB erasers were on sale for like a buck for a pack, and the colored pencils. Man, it was a fire engine. <laughs> <laughs> and that's free. Yeah, yeah. That's not a police car. <laughs> that is engine forty-four. <laughs> yeah, the the um, I actually kind of like the Moleskine uh, chapters books. Like they come in really interesting shapes. Yeah, what are, what's the deal with them? Are they supposed to go in one of those Midori holders or something? I, I think that they're kind of like yeah the the Moleskine kind of like modular system like Midori stuff. I I don't but know they if don't... they have. I don't think there's some sort of like a bigger like thing that you bind it in. Yeah, that doesn't but make they... any sense. They would love to sell you crap with and, their brand on it. And then I think they also have um, like basically chapters within those notebooks where it's like a three subject, you know, notebook or something like that. They're very thin. There's yeah, not much. To they, have, they have one that's the size of like a checkbook that seems like a really nice size. And they're kind of like this fresh purpley color. Moleskine has had a few good things. Like I really like, they have these fabric covered notebooks now. Yeah. Um, my diary is fabric covered. Yeah. They will talk about that later. They, they age nicely. They yeah. start looking like crap. It's awesome. Yeah. My, uh, my my fabric covered confidant is definitely aging. Numerous coffee and water spills in the cover. <laughs> yeah, um, they also had pocket size Valance and white on sale, which is cool for like four dollars. Mm. Like what? Hmm. And the pencil pack they have, I think it's two pencils and then one of those clippy things to put it on your notebook. I don't have one of those. I don't know how they work. Yeah. But I have a pack of Moleskine pencils. They're like they're very nice. They're not like seventeen dollars for three of them. Nice, but you know, whatever. What is? <laughs> they're already so short. You can sharpen them like twice, and your hand hurts. Yeah, yeah. But uh, that's all I've got. How about you, Andy? I have a couple things. Um, one I wanted to mention, just kind of getting out of the way up front. Um, so we are recording this podcast a week early. So by the time you're listening to this, we recorded this a week ago. And part of it is because I'm going to be traveling and I don't know what my access to the, like a really good internet connection will be because, you know, England's a pretty third, third world country. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but really, yeah, we, yeah, I, I just, I just <laughs> couldn't think of like a, like a good time to do it. Cause also I'll be offset so much in the time zone. Um, so the irony is, is that by the time this episode releases, we'll probably know what the new field notes edition and probably the black wing volumes will be um so have they hinted at anything yet for blackwing not for blackwing i guess the only hint that came for the field notes was those stamps uh with the birds on it mm-hmm. um somebody had a really good guess like a really interesting guess that there might be like a um like a cover with the impregnated like impregnated with seeds so you could actually plant the, co- the cover and grow a little garden 
That'd be super cool. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, what would happen to the people that never open them? Yeah. <laughs> no, they're set. They're, it's a timer. They're going to open themselves. Yeah, exactly. It's in a year. It's a biodegradable plastic wrap, so it eventually just disappears, <laughs> and then, then your notebooks just have sprouts growing off of it. No, it destroys awesome. that archival box. <laughs> that would be awesome. So um, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I don't know if we can do a little mini segment if we find the time and if it all happens, but that would be awesome. We'll, yeah, that'd be cool. We'll talk about it before we release. Um, mm-hmm. The other thing I wanted to mention is on Friday, so three days ago, I went to two days ago. I don't, I don't know time or days. <laughs> um, Aaron Draplin came down from Portland to San Francisco and had an art show at the Mule Design Gallery. Mule is like a, like a pretty prominent, like design firm in San Francisco. Mike Montero, who's the the owner, he's pretty well known on the internet and the, like the tech world. Um, they're friends. Draplin came and attended, uh, kind of held like a gallery um, art show with all of his state posters, all of his thick lines and shuttle posters and a bunch of like little like gig, gig posters that we may never have seen. It's super cool. It was really great to see. It's also really, really crowded. So it was, I actually did not see them all um, because there were so many people and there was a line out the door for the merch table the entire time. So, so I, um, I told a couple of people I was going to try to pick some things up for them and I could not even get to the merch table because it was just <laughs> like packed. Uh, yeah. And I saw Draplin a little bit. He sort of like emerged out of nowhere and gave me a big hug and was like, Andy. And the people I was with were just pretty sure they think I'm a rock star now. So, <laughs> that's awesome. so obviously that's the whole point. <laughs> we need to get him on the show. Yeah. That'd be cool. He, he has some yeah interesting thoughts about pencils. I would love to hear him talk about it. Um, yeah, so that was lots of fun. I, and also during the merch table though, did not have any, I was hoping to find some dead prints or something there. Um, but I wonder if he just like has completely sold out of them because they didn't have anything at the field notes. Um, they didn't have any field notes at the merch table that is, are not something you can buy whenever, uh, from the field notes store. So it was a little disappointing, but I guess I understand that. Somebody picked up a patch, Barry Nothstein from the field notes group got a, Really cool field notes patch that I've never seen before. Yeah, that patch is really, really cool. Yeah. What one? Um, I was also going to mention the knock code. Did you guys see the fishing vest label lapel pin? No, yeah, no, I didn't. So you know, you know the um, you know the kind of stereotype when you go to a pen show. There's like old guys in fishing vests there, <laughs> which is no. a completely true stereotype. <laughs> um. Like the, why, why fishing vest? Because there's lots of pockets that you can put pens and ink in, and they just. <laughs> I wouldn't have want to carry ink in my pocket. That's well, weird. like a bottle of ink, not like Still. a not like a handful of ink. But yeah, you're right. Um, Weirdos. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> super true. Yeah, it's it's bunch of just like pens and ink shoved into like fishing vest pockets. Uh, they made a lapel pin for the event. Notco did. That's just of a fishing vest full of pens. It's pretty great. I I think I'm resigned to the fact that I'm not going to be able to go to the Atlanta Pen Show, but I still want one of these lapel pins. Yeah, I didn't realize it's my daughter's birthday. Yeah. I thought it was the week before for some reason. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, not her we, birthday. I know what that is. And now we are actually, we're going to be going to a wedding in Atlanta like the week before. Oh, so. crap. Yeah. So okay, that maybe we should shoot for Washington? Apart. Yeah, maybe. I think the hotel in Washington is pretty cheap. You should just stay down there, Tim. Yeah, just, just kind of. Yeah. yeah, just show up at someone's house like 
a friend's house. Like, hey, I'm staying for a couple yeah. weeks. You don't mind, do you? <laughs> <laughs> cool. So, yeah, it looks like there will not be a, any erasable presence at the Atlanta Pen Show, but we still yeah. need yeah, to have nice. we need still need to have the pencil summit sometime. I needed a place to wear my damn general's uh, General Sherman outfit. I really did get it. I mean, I grew the beard and everything. <laughs> Shaved my head. Yeah, I I think we'll find a, a a place for that. Time and a place for Johnny's General Sherman outfit. <laughs> Maybe not in Atlanta. <laughs> Johnny was last seen entering a hotel dressed like Sherman and laughing his ass off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, cool. Um, last thing I was going to mention is that the Steinbeck World Tour pencil trio has reached me, uh, and Sipe sent it on. Um, I think the final leg of the journey eventually will be that it goes to, uh, Europe and England, but I think I'm going to bring them with me to England and just kind of tool around London with, with the Steinbeck trio. I'm going to try to make it to Monterey when I get back, but I probably won't in time to like send it on in like a timely manner, so... I don't know if I'm going to be able to do that, but so when you're in the UK, um, <coughs> TJ has the wooden um, bullet pencils. I know. So I think we're, know, we're going to have to have a show and tell. Show and tell, nothing. Steal one and send it back to Baltimore. Yeah, make it worth your while. And John John Fontaine <laughs> will hunt us down, like the dogs we yeah, are. Yeah, it's true. He's got our addresses. Yeah. So yeah, no, I I really hope to see one of those. They look super cool. And smell one. One is going to be red oh, yeah. cedar. Oh my god! Yeah. Wonder how thick they, you have to like to polish those in order not to get it to splinter. Because red cedar splinters pretty well. I don't know, but it makes the the wood choice easy. If red cedar is one, boom. Yeah. I think they should do like some of the exotic woods from the Cran Dash pencils, like that blue zebra wood or whatever, whatever it's called. Be like a three hundred dollar <laughs> twist pencil. <laughs> Anyhow, <laughs> that's all of my all of my fresh points. Should we move on to the main topic? Yeah, sounds good. This episode is brought to you by our friends at Metal Shop Connecticut, makers of the much louder twist bullet pencils. I have two of them. I think each of my co-hosts has at least a couple. They're gorgeous in their aluminum or brass beauty. Well, we're excited to talk about the next generation of twists which if you're in our Facebook group, you probably already know about, the Timber Twists. The Timber Twists was born out of a conversation John Fontaine had with an old-timer machinist at one of the shops who handled the original twist, and who said simply, this would be cool in wood. Lightbulb moment. The Kickstarter campaign is launching next week and offers three beautiful wood choices, walnut, mahogany, and red cedar. John says that the Timber Twist is noticeably lighter and will work in exactly the same way as the twists we know and love, with the same bullets, caps, and clips, and even the same pen attachment. Everything is still modular. Stay tuned to the Erasable Facebook page and to Metal Shop Connecticut's social media for the exact launch date, and you can score the Early Bird Special of just $37 for the aluminum bullet and $39 for the brass. But be sure to hurry as that pledge level is limited to 75 orders per material. Remember, your early pledge will help the Timber Twist to grow in popularity as Kickstarter promotes the project. For more information, visit www.metalshopct.com and click on the homepage banner image. Once the campaign is live, that will link directly to the Kickstarter. Thank you to John and to Metal Shop Connecticut for supporting the Erasable Podcast. So, uh, yeah, Tim, Tim brought this up because it sounds like he has too many notebooks going at one time. Um, I actually recall an episode of Pen Addict where they talk about this, and 
They had mm. a lot of really good, interesting feedback about kind of like the systems people use for this. And I think we're just interested in talking a little bit about like, you know, how many how many notebooks we have going, what we use them for, what the system is, and and even you know what notebooks they are and what we what we write in them with. So, mm -hmm. uh, Tim, do you kind of want to just start us out and tell us a little bit about your system, if indeed there is one? <laughs> yeah, system. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, so the the problem has there's two two problems basically. One is that I you know like you and I and Johnny, like we all do, we get new things, right? We get new notebooks and you want to try yeah. new things. Yeah. The other part is that I have the poor decision making or that I make the poor decision to start new notebooks for like different projects and things uh -huh. or like different things that I want to like play with or try. And so then I end up starting something and then more often than not, I end up not doing the thing <laughs> that the notebook was going to be for or I, I like rarely ever touch it. And so I've got these notebooks just kind of sprayed all over the place. Like some are at work, some are at home, some are in my bag. And then I end up traveling around with like four notebooks in my bag, which is just stupid. So uh, Sprayed all over the place. That's a great way to describe <laughs> it. <laughs> well, I just – I have a ton. So I made a list. Yeah. So here, here's what I've got. This is as far as I know, and there's probably some that I'm not <laughs> not thinking of. Uh, where's my where's my list? And one of the notebooks is in my hand. Um, <laughs> it's your meta notebook. <laughs> okay, here we go. So I have, according to this count, I have nine. Wow. That are Jeez. like <laughs> that are going. Um, I have. So, and I, as soon as I started writing this out, I started to realize like some obvious ways to get around this or like obvious ways to fix this. But I have three different notebooks that are basically just catch all memo notebooks, which is a problem because I've got my right notepad or my right pocket notebook, uh, which I love. But then the problem I run into is that I have my field notes wallet. And so if I don't have a field, so if I'm using something other than a field notes, it doesn't fit in that wallet. Hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So then I always have field notes in my pocket. And so sometimes I pick that up. And then I also have the erasable podcast ledger that's always in my bag. Mm -hmm. And so all of these are just kind of like getting like random things written in them. And it drives me nuts. And I'm driving myself crazy. I know it's my own fault. So that's the first thing. And then I have a quo, is it quo vadis or quo vadis or yeah, that's what I whatever, said. whatever it's called. Um, so I have one of those that's going. I have two different right. Uh, write notepads, like full-size notebooks. Mm -hmm. I have a Clairefontaine big spiral notebook, and I have a Moleskin planner, and then a Blackwing notebook. Hmm. So do you do you feel like things get random, random like memos kind of written in them because they're the most convenient to you? Like they're the ones. Yeah, you or something like. But then there's the problem of like sometimes I'm just like, no, I want to use that one. You know, yeah. which is, I know, I know this is all stupid. Like I should just pick one and stick with it. But so I've got like at the point, at, I'm at one of those points right now where I need to like make choices and decide like what to just like put away. Yeah. <laughs> um, Cause I just don't have a system and I need some kind of system. The, t the things I, t I tend to need a notebook for is I need a memo book, like just to carry around. I need one for writing like ideas and like a, like a writer's notebook. And I need uh, something for school. Mm -hmm. I think if I could boil it down to that, like basically lesson planning, school ideas, one for writing notebook, and then a memo. I don't really journal. Yeah. Um, um, so. So real quick, break down the number of like, like pocket notebooks to larger notebooks for me. How many pocket and how many like bigger ones do you? Three, use? three pocket and 
six, <laughs> six pigs. Because what they're the what I have them broken down into is two of them are actually both like writing notebooks. So that's an obvious like need to fix that. But one of them's a planner, so I use that sometimes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, the Blackwing notebook is school like lesson plan ideas, uh, and the Cape Cod write notepads is I started to do like a study of novellas and so I'd read a novella and I'd add something like I'd write about it for a couple pages and I made table of contents and stuff like that and then which one am I missing oh and then the other the other write notepads full size was a journal that I just I write in like once a month Hmm. so (laughs) yeah it just sort of drives me nuts because I always (laughs) because I'm just the kind of person who always has like a lot of things like a lot of plate spinning like i'm like trying to do a million things at once yeah and so then i end up starting notebooks and usually journals like usually the reason i end up starting a journal is because i say something like my head is so clogged with crap (laughs) i need to (laughs) i need to i need to clear my head and so that's usually where so i'll be like oh i should journal more to clear my head do like morning pages or something like that but then i'm just so busy that i can't like stick with it yeah Uh, and so then i start a journal and then it just kind of sits there so what do you guys use? Because you're, I want you to go ahead and just make me feel bad. <laughs> Johnny, how about you? Well, um, so I, if I have like a tra- project or if I take a trip, I'll have like a field notes or you know whatever pocket notebook for that trip. So I don't, I'm not going to count that because it's not usually going on. That's like a special thing. Um, but basically, I have a diary that I use. You know the way a teenager would use a diary. I had my five-year one, and that was finished, so I have a pocket daily moleskin um, Little Prince version, which is really cool. Oh, the fabric-covered um, one. Yeah, and it's starting yeah. to look like horrible. Plus, my son got a hold of it and took a black wing and wrote all over the, the uh, outside of the pages, which does not erase. <laughs> but um, I find something like that, and you're, you're sort of capturing the stuff you feel like you have to record mm-hmm. every day. Like, you know, this is the crazy crap the kid did. This is somewhere I went for dinner. And it sort of frees you up for your other books to sort of use this um, brain dump. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, who, who coined that? Patrick Ning coined that term. Hmm. I, I'm stealing. <laughs> so he, He's the one who I, had the chronodex, right? Yeah, I still barely understand what it is, but I really like looking at <laughs> it. it. It looks cool, yeah. Yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah, I used to sort of use it as a planner, but being the one that doesn't have a job, I need something that somebody else can write on for um scheduling stuff so i don't really get to use it that way but um in addition to that i sort of go through a pocket notebook every like five or seven days that's like a brain dump it has you know memo stuff cartoons journal entries um like everything that i write down goes into that and then every couple of months i'll get tired of it or i'll get a journal i really like and i'll use that and then carry a pocket notebook and then the field notes pile up and I'm like, well, I'm tired of journaling. I'll fill that up and then go back to the pocket section. So right now I have like one notebook and a diary, and that's it. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But um, makes it, it makes it easier to find stuff. So are obviously. both of your are both of your notebooks pocket sized, Johnny? Yeah, I usually, I usually use the pocket ones because I always have to have something in my pocket because I'm an idiot and I can't remember anything. <laughs> and I don't know how to record stuff on a phone aside from texting myself, and that takes a while. <laughs> I'm like I'm still not used to having a smartphone. Yeah. <laughs> so. Gosh, one of the ideas I have, which I don't know if you all. Well, I'm gonna let, actually, Andy, I'll let you go first. Are you Sorry. Sure? I, was, I was butting in. Yeah, yeah. Oh, go no ahead. worries. Um, so I, I generally have 
two going at once, but I should preface this by saying that I'm still like super cluttered and I have often I'll just write things on like random scraps of paper that are laying around. Mm. So um, this kind of the thing I'm writing on right now is a good example of that. I'm, I'm writing on this dot dash note card uh, because I, it was sitting on my desk because I, at one other point used it. I found it somewhere else and I wrote down Jerry's address from it when we did our pencil trade, Jerry being a member of our group. Um, and so I, I just turned it over and started writing on the back of this to record like the timestamps and, and some of the fresh point stuff we're talking about. So, um, so I do have like random scraps of paper that just lay around that I write things on that I eventually just throw away. Um, but generally I have two, I have a confidant that I use at work, um, as general like to-do list stuff. And then also meeting notes. I'm trying really hard not to take meeting notes on my computer when I'm at work. Um, and then just a, a to-do list that I kind of trade off between the notebook and my um, my app that I use on the computer for to-do lists. So I have that, and then I always have a pocket notebook that I generally use for personal things or random notes. Um, I do a lot of like show notes and episode planning stuff for this, as I think of it. So mm-hmm. those are the two that I have going. What's what's weird, and I haven't quite figured out why this is with me. Um, when I hear Johnny say like he goes through a, a pocket notebook once like like a week or less, that's just crazy to me because it sometimes takes me a month or a month and a half to go through a pocket notebook. Maybe sometimes more, and I don't know why. I just write like I go through them slowly, and I think I write small, and I think I write like condensed. I need a. I think we should post like samples from our our notebooks so we can. I, I just yes. want to see how Johnny writes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I have bad hand, hand, bad handwriting. I, I know like that you draw a lot. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'm just trying to figure out, yeah, why I go through so slowly because it it is it is hard to like commit to a pocket notebook because I just get so many of them. Mm-hmm. It is hard to commit mm-hmm. to that for like as long as I do. Um, yeah, because you've got more a, like a couple lifetimes worth. Yeah. Oh up. yeah. My see, the the fun thing is you use them up. And you get to justify to yourself multiple subscriptions. Yeah, and that's yeah, that's what I try to do. <laughs> but I I use it a lot, and I still don't feel like I use it. I, maybe I, it, what what I should do is just like never use scrap paper that I find laying around. Just always use my notebook. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, but I mean, definitely there's a lot of really dumb stuff in my like I don't know a list of movies I want to watch on Netflix that I'll never look at again. Yeah. <laughs> so I started I started this confidant probably in like November, December, well, October, November of last year. Um, and I'm not even halfway through it yet. So mm. I just go through it so slowly. <laughs> um, that usually works pretty well for me. But um, what I usually try to do is if I'm like reviewing a notebook or just trying it out, I'll fill up the last page of the notebook with my various marks. Mm-hmm. Um, that way, like I can start a new notebook and still have it like feel fresh. And then, I feel like I never get to the end of notebook. So <laughs> I'm actually almost done yeah. with the Shenandoah that I'm using. So I think I'm going to try to hold out until the next edition comes and start using oh, that. The Shenandoahs, I feel like I should shed a tear for them. They were so pretty. Yeah, they're so they pretty. Were. I think they're, they're gone, right? Are they sold out? I don't know. If not, I might get some more. I like those. Yeah, let me look on their website. Um, I, got a, I have a picture of my daughter using one on the Shenandoah River. And a uh, Harper's Ferry from That's awesome. uh, December. Yeah, they're they're sold out. Man, Tournament of books. Yeah, Tournament of Books is available. Is yeah, Tournament right? of Books. Yeah, that's the um, 
I, I don't remember why they do that with the rooster on it. Do you know I don't even they... know what it is. I don't... Wait, Shenandoah, it says add to cart. They're available. Oh, really? What? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I went to field notes, went to shop, and scroll down, and it says add to cart, and I did, and it, it did. Okay. <laughs> and I did, and it did. Yeah. Um, so cool. I still need to get some Chicago books, but yeah, they uh, went back to the fifty-pound paper for the Chicago books. So I'm wondering if the sixty-pound paper they were putting in notebooks for a while is over or something. Because mm. the the last set of pitch black I have have sixty-pound. So that's yeah. confusing. But the sixty-pound's nice. It's perfect. Well, I've got two ideas. Yeah, for fixing this, because I like I mean, you all. I like how simple it is for you guys, and I I want to I want it to be simple. I I, I really don't want to have more than three. Right, I don't want more than three going on. Yeah, which I know I need more than one or two, but so here's here's the ideas I've got. One, I I mean, obviously, I just need to start stop being a, a I almost said a bad word. I need to stop being a ding. <laughs> I need to stop complaining, like stop whining and uh, just pick one and use it until I finish it. That's done. But for the other ones, so here, the two ideas I have is one is have a, one idea is just have a single, what do you call like a Moleskine size? Is that A5 or is that? Uh, A6, I think. A6, whatever, like that, that ish size notebook. Uh, And just put everything in there. And just start using Evernote more and basically doing page grabs and page grabbing stuff into groups of like what if it's lesson plans or if it's story ideas or whatever and just start Mm. sort of like bringing in the digital side. The other idea is I thought one thing about good that's good about blank or graph notebooks Mm -hmm. is I could start um, basically using it from one direction and then flipping it over. And then using it kind of backwards, what? And like as like two notebooks. Does that make sense? Yeah, you're crazy. Um, which it wouldn't matter if it's right if it's blank or if it's grid or That's even lined. It'll probably be fine. But like, I can use it and then just flip it and open it from the back. And so like one side could be lesson plans, and then the other side could be, uh, I don't know, like one of these. Or sort of like novella studies, or I could do like a writing writer's notebook from one side, and then like yeah. comment on stories I've read or novellas I've read from well, the other direction. Well, I guess I have two stories then, or two questions for you then, Tim. The first one is if let's say you were just to have one notebook, how fast do you think you would fill it up? Like everything was going in one notebook. Yeah. Um, that would stress me out. <laughs> <laughs> I need <laughs> I need at least two. I need one for school and one for writing. Yeah. So the writing one presumably would go pretty fast. Yes, those are those ones go the fastest because I'm just kind of scribbling them. The school one, it's you know a page or two a week because mm. I just kind of like outline things. Yeah, uh, for the day or just like jot ideas down. Because I was thinking about one of those like multi-subject notebooks, um, but then how how that wouldn't work would be then if you were to f- like go through them at, at like rapidly different paces. Mm-hmm. So you well, would, yeah, and it may- sounds like maybe this would be. Maybe a Midori. Maybe I should try a Midori. Yeah. Or so you, I can just like switch out the like you know, have multiple books like books in there, but in one place. Yeah. Like a small thing, I can uh, when one fills up, like my school notebooks filled up, filled up. Take that out, put a new one in. Or even um, I'm trying to think of a good example, like some something with the modular systems, like kind of like a Franklin Covey, but not like 
crappy like in my opinion Franklin mm. Covey's are. <laughs> <laughs> I know there's a lot of I, I doubt that there are a lot of Franklin Covey enthusiasts who listen to this but <laughs> at least I would yeah. hope not Right. <laughs> um, well, they have like Levenger has that like circulo system or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, Staples has one, don't they? Yeah, Staples has one. There's there's a um, there was a Kickstarter for like these really interesting like magnetic sheets that you can. Oh like... yeah, I remember that thing. Uh, they ever tra- get made? I don't know. I hope so. They were cool. Mm. They're also probably like rapidly overpriced or rapidly. Like way over. <laughs> they just kept putting the price up and up and up. And I up. took a shot of Robitussin. I have no, I have no words left. <laughs> um, but the the trouble with all that is like it's it's kind of hard to be in a situation that you're in where you have a podcast about like pencils and notebooks and want to try out mm-hmm. all these different notebooks because you're kind right. of shoehorned into a system. Yep. So yep. maybe that should be a qualifier of whatever you go with is like you need it needs to be notebook agnostic. Yeah. 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 And also mm-hmm. like. Just jumping is kind of cool. Like I used to do a journal and then one day I was like, I'm tired of carrying all this crap. I'm just going to write everything in my pocket notebook. And I did and it sort of worked. Yeah. I should. I thought about that. Just trying that and just sort of getting into a system of just using pocket notebooks and then finding a way to log what's in them. Yeah. Basically. Like, uh, so I know. Index.ink. Yeah. Just a index.ink. I forgot about that. Yeah. Index.ink. We use a desk. No. I don't know what, what that is. What is it? What are you talking about? Index.ink? <laughs> yeah, what is index.ink? Um, it, I can't remember who put it together. One of the field nuts um, actually did it, but it's, it's basically a website where you can upload it and reference your various pages from your pocket notebooks. What? It's uh, Yeah. How have I not heard of this? We've, we've, talked, oh my about, God. we've totally talked about it on it, this show before. Was I drunk? No. Index, I've it, never been drunk. It's INDXD. Dot I-N-K. Oh, indexed. So many oh. episodes. We're like that's easy to find. Now. Yeah, it's um. <laughs> I-N-D what? It's I N D X D. Dot ink. Yeah, David Ray R E A, who is a Field Nuts member, he did it. Hmm. That is interesting. It's um, it's it's probably not as sophisticated as probably like what Evernote does because I don't believe it has like a. You know, shiny new like like a handwriting recognition system in it, but mm. it it is like specifically made for pocket notebooks, like to be to be indexed. This Man, might be. I'd crash their server. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This might be uh, a possible solution. I'm gonna look into this. That yeah, looks, yeah. Take a look at that. Um, that looks like a. It's been it's around been... for a couple years now. Maybe maybe just I don't remember when it came out. Have you ever used it, Andy? Um, I've I've created an account just to like take a look, um, but I I have not yet actually used it. I need to. I again again I go through my notebook so slowly that like I just don't have the volume of stuff that needs to be indexed. But it would be useful. Yeah. Man, that sounds like awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, and and he's a he's like a field nut like a field notes fan, and so they use field notes as sort of the the default, I think, in here. That's cool. Mm. Yeah, I'm testing it out right now. Yeah, thanks for that. It's a no good worries. Idea. Absolutely. So I want to get down to I want to get down to just a pocket notebook and maybe one or two others. I feel like I could pull it off. If I figure out a good system. Because um, also, I feel like the fewer one of the problems I have is that I use so many that then I go through them even slower. Like, so I don't get to. It's almost like 
I'm saying that it's a problem because I have all these notebooks I want to try, so I keep trying more notebooks. Yeah. But then because I'm trying so many more notebooks, I'm never finishing them. And so I just keep like adding to the pile or you keep adding to the list, if that makes sense. Yeah. So this is good. Yeah, I, feel I, find like also, I feel like I've grown over the course of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're doing one notebook at a time and you want to try new stuff, sometimes it's also a good uh, motivator to draw more because mm. you, know, you, you get that new notebook and you're like, well, I have five blank pages in this notebook and I really want to crack that one open, so I'm going to pour myself a cup of coffee and just draw for a while and finish this one up. <laughs> yeah. And then, boom, you're done and you're reading the next one. You're open to the next one. And when then you kind of want to kick and you fill up half of that one too. When I used to wireframe like like web page layouts a lot more my old job i i use my pocket notebooks for that and it was great um but i barely ever draw anymore so i'm at one and, point in my my youth i wanted to be a cartoonist and then i realized yeah, it's, that it's cathartic just, yeah then i realized just how crappy i was of a drawer Draw oh i suck drawer, i can't draw drawer, for crap a drawer <laughs> hello my name is simon and i have to do drawings <laughs> yeah, a friend of mine swears by how cathartic it is yeah, you know, just people getting on your nerves. You have a stressful job, okay, that kind of thing. So the only I, problem with with my system is you're carrying around secrets in your pocket. And, and what if you lose that, it? Yeah, that itself is stressful. Yeah. So I've I'm become a back pocket carrier. So I always feel it there. You keep it in the designer asshole pocket, which <laughs> is what <laughs> Draplin calls it. <laughs> <laughs> whatever, whatever jeans gonna, my wife has bought. You have to ding yourself on that one. Andy? Yeah, I think I, I think I do. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, but so, I, I, I think the pocket notebooks are really good for if you don't have a workspace or if you're not mm-hmm. at it a lot. Sort of like the idea of writing in something A5 size. I'm like, I have to sit down for that, and I like don't sit down all day. Yeah. <laughs> so having a pocket notebook is good. You're like five minutes early to pick somebody up in the car. Like, oh, I'll doodle for a while. Yeah, that's awesome. What were you gonna say, Tim? So I, I made a notebook for the one that I'm actively using now, which is the Red Write Notepads yeah. Ledger pocketbook and so the way that it works is you make a notebook you name it you put a start date and a finish date if you have one if it's already done and then once you go you like enter the notebook it's very simple it's just add it it gives you the option to add a topic so like i have um i was just sort of playing with it and i had a list of books that i want to read and so under add a topic i wrote tbr list like to be read list and then it has a little another box for the page number and so i put page two dash three and add and then it just adds it to a and that's it so so you open your notebook and then it just will show you the page numbers that you've decided to index or to to mark up you don't have to do them all but just the ones that are to be remembered now what i don't know you can search you can search your topics Mm -hmm. which that's that's cool um and also it indexes it by whatever the title is. So if I if I make another one that's called TBR list, then if I go to the topics, it, there'll be a, an entry for TBR list and then all of the entries beside it. Hmm. So that's actually very cool. Yeah, so, that is cool. Huh. And uh, it's, it's, much, it's actually more streamlined than uh, Evernote yeah. in, a, in a way because Evernote gets a little clogged sometimes like where you have to... Yeah. Especially with the view, like when you have all the notebooks in front of you and then the stacks of notebooks and like there's almost too many options sometimes. So I like this. Yeah. Cool. I'm going to try it out for a while, I think. Absolutely. Report back on it later. Yeah. Sweet. Hmm. All right. Thanks, guys. Yay. (laughs) Solutioneering. I'd be interested in just kind of hearing some of our our listeners' uh, notebook usage and setup. Mm -hmm. Um, 
I know that there's people who have like like a very complicated system that they just stick to. Um I should I should find that episode of Pen Addict and, and like just link to that so we can listen to some of it. Some people have like these That's huge yeah. yeah, I think we even talked about um the Leuch term uh big book. Oh yeah, the master notebook. That master yeah, notebook. Somebody, somebody uses uses that for a, in a very specific way. That's just like fascinating. Oh, interesting. I remember yeah. that. Oh, yeah, that's coming back to me. I'll have to, yeah, I'll have to listen to that again. Yeah. But I am also going to look into Midori's because that's something I wanted to try. It seems kind of like a money pit a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but I may may give that a try, or I may dig out, or I may try to develop. Maybe talk to Cody or somebody to make a cover that I can put like four or five pocket notebooks in. Mm-hmm. I'm really so, interested in your system of like, you know, notebooking from like, you know, from both sides. That's really interesting. Oh, from like front and back. I mean, obviously it like doesn't. Uh, well, yeah. yeah, I guess it does. It does look the same. It's just that one will be like upside down. Yeah. I feel like that would work if I tried it. So, hmm. I mean. I may uh I may do that to merge the the writing notebook and then the the where where I take notes on the stories I read just kind of uh things I noticed kind of cra- writing craft things and I can just do those from from both directions yeah. just to save some space. Yeah. What did you call it, Johnny? <laughs> That's not friendly for podcasting. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll explain that later. <laughs> Do you want to give your uh, Nietzsche quote about about all this, Johnny, that you put in? Oh, yeah, yeah. So from um, Twilight of the Idols, one of Nietzsche's shorter books, he, he there's a famous line where he says, I, I mistrust all systematizers and avoid them. The will to a system is a lack of integrity. That is the most <laughs> Nietzsche thing. That, or that, that actually a little bit also sounds like Thoreau. Yeah, well, he liked that Emerson second sentence especially. yeah. Yeah. yeah, talking about integrity. If you need a system mm-hmm. to organize your thoughts, then you're no better off than the animals. Yeah. <laughs> no. I could never do that. I can wrap my brain around that. Yeah. I need a notebook because my brain doesn't work. Yeah, <laughs> you're, you're writing that. it down not to remember it later, but to remember it now. I just need more space. <laughs> it's full of useless facts and Nietzsche quotes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm I'm excited to free myself of the. Like, there's a notebook for that kind of mentality. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, your pockets will get lighter. Yeah, for sure. My my messenger bag will be lighter for sure. Yeah, yeah. And when when so. Henry's out of diapers, you won't have to carry a bag anymore at all. <laughs> yeah. You just have like a pocket notebook and a pencil, and you're copacetic. <laughs> I was at that stage, and now another kid's coming. So, yeah. No, no dice. That's okay. Mm-hmm. Johnny, can I ask when you when you like do you journal daily? Um. Usually a couple times a day, whenever I have time to sit down what, for a couple minutes. What kind of journaling do you usually do? Do you like write it, write down like what you did throughout the day, or do you write down thoughts, or what? Well, um, it's sort of been changing because my old diary was a the five year thing, so it only had like you know I went out to dinner today and like you know broke my leg. Yeah. But the new one, since the whole page, and I try to fill it up. Um, that usually takes care of like what happened that day. So a lot of it's like. You know, Henry's at a stage where he says ridiculously crazy things, and I wind up writing a lot of this stuff down. Um, You know, personal things and reflections and stuff like that. Yeah. The the multiple parenting thing gives you lots of stuff to write down. Badmouth your co-hosts. I have a special notebook for that that I won't tell you guys. (laughs) (laughs) 
Do you? Um, it's, a, it's a it's a white moleskin mm. for you guys because you like Max. Exactly. <laughs> sure. Um, do you yeah. uh, like how like what volume of of things do you write usually every day ish? Um, some days maybe two or three pages of, of a you know field notes style notebook, and there there are days where I sit down and fill up half of one before I get up. Mm. So it depends on. You know, what kind of day it is, what's going on. Yeah. Also, like, how much coffee I've had, whether I'm going to sleep that night. <laughs> <laughs> really? You're planning to sleep that night. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, well, it's 2 o'clock. Yeah, screw it. Do you usually do it in the evening or in the morning? Um, depends on what's going on. Sometimes if Henry's watching a cartoon, and I'm like, oh, he's holding still. I can take my eyes off him for 20 minutes. <laughs> it's like, that usually never works. Something falls. <laughs> and someone's calling my leg. What do you want? I want cheese. Okay. <laughs> I want cheese. Nine inch nails, Danny. Nine inch nails. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> I um I've been trying to do to do sort of a morning pages thing. Um, but actually I've been using the app Day One for this on my computer, which I know mm-hmm. is yeah not it, it's antithetical to what I'm here on this podcast talking about, but. <laughs> I uh, I set it like a little reminder to myself to like every morning when I get to work and I have time to go get my coffee. Um, so like eight forty five ish, I have a little reminder to come up and say, "Oh hey, like journal for ten minutes." And I try doing it. Some days I'm just completely brain dead, or I just like can't think of anything. My brain is empty. Um, but yeah, it's a mm-hmm. it's something I'm trying to get better at, and I feel like I did it for a long time in paper notebooks that worked out really well, and then I stop being able to do that and I switched to day one. Um, but I'm sort of feeling a little bit like switching back to paper again, which is frustrating because then I don't have like one good source of truth for like my, my brain at that time, that time. Do you guys do a lot of, um, I don't know. What's the word for it? Like historical writing, like this is stuff I did. Cause I want to remember this one day kind of thing. Not really. Yeah. I did it when there were like really big rapid changes happening in my life. Like when I, you know, interviewed at Facebook and when I did mm-hmm. like a couple of things like that I definitely like wrote down a bunch of stuff and I try to when I'm traveling uh, yeah like, yeah like when I was in New York and I saw everybody I tried to like get all that down just so I can remember it but like, I met Johnny in person he is so awesome yeah I, man I like filled up a hard drive with that that's awesome <laughs> <laughs> still I, I have this empty hard drive here for when I finally meet Tim <laughs> <laughs> two terabytes just for me yeah so I have like, so I, I feel like I just definitely do it in waves. Um, mm-hmm. But I would love to be somebody who can just like form a habit out of it. So I will always do it. But I have not been able to do that successfully it's, so far. For me, it's sort of a thing like a lot of people have coworkers and stuff. And I spend most of my day with just alone with kids. <laughs> so I don't really have anybody to talk to. So yeah. I write stuff down. Yeah. <laughs> sounds incredibly they're, they're pathetic. They're my wife's a historian, so the urge to document stuff is there. Do you hear that, or am I crazy? The beeping. Yeah. That was my oven. Oh, okay. I'm not nuts. That's fine. <laughs> it's just some macaroni <laughs> and cheese. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, you're making me hungry. Uh, Jane's making it for a, a meal at church. So Sweet. Well, should we button this up so you can go get some of that mac and cheese? Please. <laughs> you could send some to Baltimore. Screw you guys. <laughs> it's mac and cheese. This uh, is good. Send us pictures of you eating it. <laughs> Johnny, where can people find you on the internet? 
I am at PencilRevolution.com. I'm on Twitter at Pencilution, and I am on Instagram at Johnny Gamber, all one word. Where can we find you, Mr. TM? TM. You can find me on Twitter at Tim Wassum, and I'm on Instagram at Timothy Wassum. And in one of his got, many, many notebooks. Got me, yeah, <laughs> and you can find me in many notebooks. <laughs> um, I am Andy uh, Wealthley. You can find me on Twitter at, at A Wealthley, A W E L F L E, or at Woodclinched if you want to see just pencil stuff. Um, and you can get me, uh, get, see my, my blog, which has not been updated for a long while at woodclinch.com. And we collectively are the erasable podcast. Um, you can find us online at erasable.us. This is episode 47. So the, uh, show notes for this episode and the recording is at erasable.us slash 47. Uh, please, please, if you're not already come join our Facebook group, it is an amazing community. I have a feeling that, Long after this podcast has has gone, this group will still stay around in some form or fashion. Uh, that is at facebook.com slash groups slash erasable. Um, it's also the best place to go if you want to find out about, about listening to live streams of um, and then chatting along with this podcast, uh, which we did not do for this episode, but we will do for most episodes. Um, we are, if you want to hear the official voice of Erasable on Facebook, we're at facebook.com slash Erasable Podcast. And on Twitter and Instagram, both as Erasable Podcast. Um, come find us on iTunes. Just search, I think if you just search Pencil Podcast, you'll get to us. But search for Erasable on the iTunes and the Android Play um, directories for podcasts. Um, if you use Overcast or um, oh, any of those, any, any podcatcher app, uh, please recommend us. It helps us become more visible to our listeners, uh, to find new listeners. Um, and that's it. So thank you guys for joining me, and we will talk to you all next time. The intro music for the Erasable Podcast is graciously provided by This Mountain, a collaborative folk rock band from Johnson City, Tennessee. You can check out their music at www.thismountainband.com.